Friends, fiends, rapscallions, I know what you all must be thinking every time an episode is released of Easily Irritated. I'm sure you're all thinking, God, Mike is my favorite comedian. I love his stand-up. I love his podcast. I love Mike McCowan. I just wish I could have a podcast myself. I wish that people would want to listen to me talk. I wish, you know, I'm passionate about JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Maybe I should start a podcast on that. But who's going to listen? And then I'm creating all this work, all this effort to just shout into the void? No, that doesn't sound fun. But here's where you're wrong, my friends. There's a magical little platform called Anchor. And it's everything you need or anything you want to create a podcast. It's completely free and there's creation tools to make it easy and fun for you to be able to do it literally anywhere. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer. You can hold up your phone like you're talking to a friend and you're actually reporting a podcast. And the audio is amazing. This is what I used when I first started my podcast and it is a great app. It's a great platform and the best thing about it is you upload your podcast, send it away, and Anchor will upload it for you onto all the streaming platforms, onto Spotify, onto Applecasts, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to hear your podcast. I'll be able to li- you can send me your podcast and I'll listen to it. Anyway, you're probably still thinking, I don't know, I'm a little on the edge here. I'm a little on the fence. Because even if I do create a podcast, who's going to listen? I'm never going to make money off the podcast. Not like you do. But see, this is where you're also wrong, my little wolf pups. With Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You don't have to reach 500 people. You could reach one dude in South Carolina that lives in his mom's basement and he never wears pants. He only wears tidy whities all the time and his mom brings him oatmeal when he's hungry and corn dogs because who doesn't love corn dogs? It doesn't matter if that guy is your one and only fan because with Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You could have one guy, two guys, 500 guys, 1,000 guys. It doesn't matter. You'll still make money off your podcast by reading ads much like I'm doing now. There's no minimum listenership. That's what's great about Anchor. It's everything you need literally in one place to make a podcast. Now, listen closely and I'll tell you how to do it, all right? It's super complicated. You might want to take some notes. Step one, open up your smartphone or iPhone. Go to the App Store and type in anchor.fm. Click the download button and get your podcast started. It's that easy. All right, now enjoy the show. Easily Irritated was not recorded in front of a live studio audience but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. (sighs) Good morning, or good afternoon. 
good middle of the night. Maybe mid-morning. I don't know. It's the funny thing about this time capsule you could be listened to at whatever time of the day. For me, it's the worst part of the morning. You know, it's early morning still, 425. But at the same time, it's early enough where regular people are starting to feel good about themselves for waking up early and going on a early morning stroll before having to go to their nine-to-fivers, dead-end jobs, wasting away in cubicles. I'm not saying that's a bad way to live. Yeah, at least you can pay your bills and you don't have to worry about, hey, am I going to be able to pay my rent this month? For that, you're more uh, stable than me, my friends, so I commend you. Respect. You know? I was watching a lot of The Good Place recently, that sitcom on Netflix with uh, Kristen um, Bell. Kristen Bell. I like it a lot. I like the characters. Very, very witty. Very, uh, a lot of quick, short jokes. I like it. Watched the last final season. You know, I like the way they wrapped it up. I like the way they ended it. I like the whole story. Also made me realize probably don't have a lot of good points myself for getting into the good place, you know? Because as a human being, I've failed to enter a room just once. I've never entered a room at any point like a shared public space and thought, all these people that surround me today, all of them are winners in their own right and are should all be valued all right you're all you know necessary in my book no i never think that you know uh, my thought is always if we are suddenly hit with an asteroid and it takes out this entire grocery store this entire target or walgreens or gas station and I died today, worth it, all right? Because I take all these people with me. And that's better for humanity, right? And if you think I'm wrong, you try standing in line for an hour and a half, wear these mask air breathers, people cutting in front of you, Taking a little too long, wasting your time. My mind, sometimes I picture them lighting on fire, flailing, running around the store, dropping dead. You know? No possibility of it being real, but it does make me giggle, you know? If you think in that moment, would you say anything? Would you scream? Or would you giggle? I might suppress a giggle, you know? Like, I might in that moment, if that happened, if some lazy, you know, just mouth breather, waddling about, cutting in line, then taking way too long to do his whatever shit, ring up his items. Actually, can I not get the mayonnaise? I'm trying to save money. And, you know, it's not that great for me. It's got a lot of fat. Yeah. Yeah. It's fat. That's what mayonnaise is. Bro, 
what are we doing here? Okay? If suddenly he, like, from the heavens, all right, lightning strikes down through the ceiling, through the floor, and he lights on fire, I might in that moment drop down to my knees in prayer. I might finally be sold on the idea of a greater deity other than myself. I might be like, Jesus, Lord Christ, I'm yours forever, all right? You've answered my prayers finally, so I'm yours, all right? Thought the devil would beat you to it. Turns out, not the case. You got my heart, you got my soul. Let's do this shit. Let's float naked to the heaven, all right? I know all about the sabbatical shit, you know, with the apocalypse. I know all about Christopher Columbus, you know, coming over in the Santa Margarita and the Santa Maria, you know, pillaging and creating with the Mexican race, the Native American race, which he then grew and cultivated and made a good people. He helped them, you know. He made them prosperous. And then he said, let there be light. And then Jesus arose from a golden egg the Native Americans, Pele people, had built for Christopher Columbus. And Jesus arose out of that golden egg. I know this. I read the Bible. And said, let there be whiskey and hookers. And so it was, you know. He decided that wine, which he had previously turned the water into, was not strong enough for the for the white man, you know, Columbus. Turns out too strong for the people that he made of clay, the Native Americans. You know. It's all in the Bible, first chapter of uh King Mary Joseph, you know, in the King James Version. That's the problem with religion in general. Everything I said just now could be absolute fact, you know, in means of religion. Because, like, my whole thing, and religious people get mad when you you say it's, call it like this. But this is what it is, you know. When you're arguing about religion, and you're saying you're right, this is all theory. You cannot verify any of these facts. Well, Jesus rose from the grave and he put the whole world and he flooded it. All right. Fair. Where's the proof? All right. If we're having arguments about dinosaurs and cold hard facts, you can't be spewing out shit about immortal beings and demons and shit and then frown on the idea about aliens and dinosaurs alright those are facts you're arguing with a theory about mythology that could or could not be true we may never know but to get upset about it When you yourself are only mad because you can't verify it. And you so badly want to verify your beliefs. But there is no way to. Because they're all stories told by men. That could be true. 
or they could be bullshit. And that's a terrifying fact that not a lot of people like to deal with. But that's why they get in arguments with people who look at just the facts. Because just the fact people have a saying, don't argue on a weak point. And religion is the weakest point that you could possibly have. All right? No one's telling you you're, you shouldn't believe in it. No one's saying that. People have a problem when you say that, you sh- that they should also believe in the nonsense that you believe, but you can't show them any verified facts about why you believe in that other than just saying, you just got to have faith. Faith only gets you so far, my friends. So all I'm saying, believe in whatever you want in life. Whatever makes you happy, whatever brings you joy. Call yourself a pink rhino or a flying unicorn. It really doesn't matter. All that matters is that you're a nice, kind, humble person. That people like to hang out around, be around, and pal around with. You know? As long as you're making good memories and have a good impact on people that's all that really matters I think that people are mostly good yeah I'm not saying I'm any better I do a lot of stupid things that make me question my very existence I uh, walk into a lot of low-hanging branches because I don't pay attention looking down at my phone doing whatever listening to podcasts I don't know looking down at the ground because I'm depressed, I don't know. But I forget a lot that I'm also very, I'm also quite tall. You know, upwards of 6'2". I don't think about that as tall. It's pretty tall. Therefore, I walk into a lot of low-hanging branches. You know, it's probably, uh, I've probably caused quite a giggle for cars driving by and looking at me. Look at that skinny antelope running in the trees. Oh, you. Uh, Still haven't heard from Francesca Ferrero. Probably for the best. Sent her a breakup text. You know, not be, it's an unpopular opinion, you know text breaking up but here's my way of thinking I would be pissed off the other way around personally for me you know I don't like to drive a lot I can't drive at all right now and so for me to waste my time and my money to meet you somewhere for you to tell me you don't want to see me anymore or date me anymore That'd be a waste of my time and my money that I wouldn't appreciate. You could have sent that over a text or a phone call or left a message in my voicemail. Who gives a shit? I don't need to know why you don't want to date me anymore. But if you want to tell me, that's cool. But you're not on 20 questions, man. What you do is what you do. So I sent her a text because that's mostly how we communicate anyway. So I said, you know, hey, I don't, uh, I don't think we should see date anymore. I was very clear because 
I obviously had not been clear in the past and very upfront, so I wanted to make sure I was. So I was like, hey, I don't think we should date anymore. I don't think we should be in a relationship. You know, it's nothing on you. It's just I don't think we have anything in common, and I don't think we should, you know, I don't want to waste your time or whatever, I said. Something to the gist of that. You know, Francesca Ferrero, she's a uh, she's a nice gal, and any guy would be lucky to have her. But she also worked at Hallmark, and not that there's anything wrong with Hallmark, but there's everything wrong with the type of people who would be okay with work or wanting to work at a place like Hallmark. Or who people who shop at Hallmark recreationally, you know, it's just a problem. And it's not that, you know, she wasn't exciting. I'm sure she is. I hung out with her and her friends, and I thought the entire time, how fascinating. This is just what people do. You know, this is in in my head. I was like, this is just what people do. They just hang out and, like, play party games. Not even, like, good board games like House on the Hill or Settlers of Catan. Catan? Love that game. People probably don't play that board game Pandemic very much anymore, considering they're living it. In fact, I think coronavirus was one of the things in that game. But, you know, Austin and Andrea and I, we try to play board games. Like the kind other people play. Like the non-nerd games. Like the kind you buy in Target that you don't have to go to a specialty store for. But they're boring, right? They're lifeless. I feel like you have to have a lot of people. We don't hang out with a lot of people. We hang out... I'm, I'm friends with a couple, all right? My best friends is a married couple and we hang out in the pair that we are you know them and Mike you know the two of them and Mike you know occasionally you'll get oh you're the third wheel you're the third wheel huh no if anybody ever feels like the third or fifth anything that's on them, all right? It's not it's them not being comfortable with the type of people they are in their place in the universe. I'm perfectly happy and perfectly comfortable with my place in the universe. Am I happy with other aspects of my life? No, I'm working on it. But just me floating about the universe and doing what I want. I don't need to be around anybody. I like being solitary. All I need is Cassie, my little dog. I'm cool. I, of course, need Austin and Andrea, too. But besides them and my parents' help, because, you know, love and everything. But besides that, I can float around in the world. And 
awesome Andrea probably care about me more than my own parents. Definitely more than myself. So, it's nice having people like that, you know? I prefer quality over quantity when it comes to friends. And, uh, I guess relationships, too. Maybe that's why I've been single for so long. You know, it's not that I go out on a lot of dates with all these different women. The opposite. I've actually spent a lot of time working, trying to figure myself out, and just living my own life. I figure when the right person comes along, I feel like uh, I'll know, because she'll be crazy just like me. You know, in different ways, obviously, hopefully. But, sorry to take a little break. I know we just had an ad. But, I really do need to tell you. I need to further instill my point. You know, we live in a time of some craziness, all right? There's some riots going on. There's a COVID-19 virus going on. There's... All this talk about defunding the police department. I'm sure you want to give your opinions out there. Shout them out there. You know, get some following behind you. You know, up the morale a little bit in society in America. God knows we could all have a little content that would let us, you know, escape from all the awfulness in the world. Surely this podcast doesn't do it for you. So create your own. All right. When I was first trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. One being, am I going to have to upload my podcast to each platform individually? To Spotify, to Apple, to everywhere? Because that's, that's going to be super annoying and I don't want to do that. Well, that's when I heard about Anchor. It's a one-stop, all you need to create a podcast. They upload, you upload it onto Anchor. Oh, here's my little podcast. I'm talking about riots and what flavor ice cream I like. I send it into Anchor. They upload it and they distribute it for me on Spotify, Apple, everywhere. You can listen to a podcast you will hear about Easily Irritated. It is that awesome. But here's another question I had. Will I ever make money? Like, Let's say I do develop a fan following. Will I make money? Will I be able to apply for sponsors? But here's what I didn't know is you don't even have to have a minimum listenership with Anchor. No. You can make money from your podcast right away. I don't, I wouldn't expect a lot of money. But, you know, two cents from every listener, that adds up, you know? So... The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor, all right? Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcasts. Why have advertisers, oh, this is for hymns. If you're uh, losing your hair and your dick doesn't work, come here and use my code word. They're not going to match you up with randos like that, okay? They know your podcast. Advertisers, advertisers, 
advertisers know your demographic, all right? They know the message you're trying to get out and they will match sponsors to you, to the content that you offer. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, all you have to do, it's, it's not complicated at all. First of all, open up the App Store on your smartphone or your iPhone, right? Type in anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash start. And uh, you'll get started. You'll make your podcast. You'll make money. Maybe you might even become Rogan legendary. The Joe Rogan experience might even fail to comparison of how massive your show is, mans, dudes, whoa, mans. Join the revolution of podcasting. Now, back to the show. But Francesca Ferreira was a good gal. She was. You know, we just... She wasn't broken enough. She wasn't messed up enough. She certainly wasn't crazy enough. And I used to think, yeah, I need a stable, you know, boring girl. Turns out, you get bored. And it work out that way. You know? I need someone that does wild and crazy things. Because I thrive in that environment of chaos. I like the crazy chaos that someone brings. You know? I like not having to be the center of the chaos. But I could ride on other people's chaos. I like quiet moments of cuddling. And like Netflix and chill. Sure. But who doesn't? want to have a little crazy in their life a little bit I get the appeal for Francesca you know I'm wild and crazy for normal people standards but I need someone to balance out that weird wiry tension you know what would she be doing right now if she was spending the night over at my house would I feel in jailed, pr- imprisoned in my own house? Like, oh no, we have to go to sleep now because you say it's sleep time. I can't walk around at five in the morning with my small dog doing a podcast in the neighborhood, watching loud TV, The Cabin on Netflix, Burt Kreischer's uh, TV show thing. Pretty funny. His entire personality, funniest moment was Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee naked on the bear rug with him. It's it's pretty funny. I'd watch it. Makes a lot more sense. No, it's life in general. Dating, seeing people. It's all complicated, especially when you're dealing with people's feelings. I never want to hurt someone's feelings because I know I have probably numerous times in the past. I'm just conscious of it now, so I'd rather not have it be thinking about it, you know, and be like, oh, I wish I was nicer to that person. 
Well, I could just be nice now. That's the thing with apologies. Someone down the road invented apologies because they knew they would be fucking up eventually. But I think it's easier to just live a life where you don't have to apologize at all because you don't do fucked up things to people. And if you do do fucked up things to people, you do it without, with, you do it with knowing you're not going to apologize. Because you meant it. Why would you apologize for something you mean? You know? And as far as jokes go, why would you apologize for making a joke? I'm sorry I wasn't serious about that. What? You can't joke about rape. Of course you can. I've joked about it. I've joked about a lot of things you probably should have joked about. But if you say it in a funny way and people laugh then, in my opinion, you can say whatever the fuck you want. And, in my opinion, too, you can also say whatever the fuck you want. If you want to say bad words that hurt people's feelings, go right ahead. No one's, no one's stopping you. You know? They might stop you after. They might have some not-so-nice reaction. They might react in physical violence and hurt you very badly. But you have the right to say whatever you want. Freedom of speech, you know? You can't say freedom of speech and then cut you off with saying, but you can't say the N-word. You can't say words that rhyme with agate, right? You can say any of those words. You can say cunt to whoever you want. But you know what? You're probably going to get a not-so-nice reaction. Unless you say it in a funny way. But you, my experience, there's no, there's not a lot of funny ways you can say any of those words. Cunt is funny in itself. The other ones, very difficult, very tricky. Above my pay grade, above my pay grade to think about. You know, I think about a lot how uh, people still believe in ghosts we live in a time where we can hologram Freddie Mercury to tour with Queen again back from the dead like he never died of pneumonia sick in his bed with his partner holding his hand he's singing with the band with all the audience members that he loves all the time right we live in a time we're so close to meeting aliens, seeing technology and stuff, and yet people still believe that they can't buy a Hasbro board game, the Ouija board, which is a Hasbro game. They can't buy that from Target because if they play it with their friends, and move that hunk of plastic around that cardboard board that they might unintentionally summon an evil spirit that will in turn possess them and could possibly summon the devil and bring hell on earth. That is banana pants.
and it's really concerning because there's full-grown real adults out there in the world that still will forbade their kids from purchasing said board game the Ouija board a Hasbro board game because of the spooky things that might happen if they play it you have to realize no matter what your beliefs are if you genuinely believe that playing a Ouija board you go to Target you go to Walmart you buy that game you unpeel the plastic you see the little rules you see the hunk of plastic triangle thing you play it with your kids and you genuinely think that there's even a 1% chance that you can summon a actual spirit then you're banana pants crazy and you shouldn't be allowed to breed alright there's no chance of a board game enacting evil spirits or evil spirit vengeance and certainly no possibility of the devil coming forth and destroying the planet because you decided to have game night with your family. All right? Relax. We don't need to be so uptight anymore. Okay? We're in a time where we can bake a potato in under four minutes. Board games are not our enemies, all right? We're safe. We're cool. We don't need to worry about board game deities. You know, no one worries about playing Scrabble and thinking, all those really smart spirits are going to get mad at me for smelling, for spelling this, this three-letter word, they're going to haunt me forever. I'm going to start hell on earth. No one wonders that because that would be crazy. I would worry about that person. But somehow it's justified to say those same things about a Ouija board. You know? My, my friend Andrea is religious. And she still won't let Austin and I play the Ouija board. Not that there's any rhyme or reason to it. Just the fact that bringing it up creates this like weird argument that you don't want to be a part of. You don't... I guess that's the only reason why you would buy the Ouija board, though. Is because maybe you could talk to spirits. So otherwise, what's really the point? You're moving the triangle around the board. There's no way to win the game. Why play, you know? Why play if there's not going to be a loser? I don't like games where there's not a loser. I've even played games where sometimes everyone's a loser, and that's fine. We know our place. But if you play a game where everyone's the winner, weird. I don't like it. I don't like that everybody feels like they're winners, right? Because that's not life. In life, it could be that we're all losers, 
but in life seldomly are we all winners. Even if there's a room filled with winners, some of those winners are losers compared to the other winners, and that's life. Know your place. I want to play a game and know that there's a possibility that I could be better than all of these bitches. Or we could play that game and they could own me and I could be the bitch. But I want that I want that possibility, that gamble, that risk, you know? Cause I like to I, I like to talk shit. Alright? I played Among Us, the computer game. I've been banned a lot from chat boards. You know? I don't use I don't like to use racial slurs. But the descriptive offensive things that I say. I would like to proudly say I could offend anybody, any race, any nationality, any age. Doesn't matter who read the things I would say angrily after being accused that I was the killer when I wasn't. I don't like un I don't like injustice, you know. I don't like games where you can just lie about the people. Because I don't like it because when I lie, people don't believe me. And I lose confidence in myself, you know. But I like to talk shit, so I like games where you can talk shit. Kind of get under the person's skin a little bit. Rile them up. I like a part of the, that is the chaos, you know. The craziness. I dig it. But I never take it seriously. Not that seriously, anyway. I'll get maybe real real feelings about it, but they'll fade away, you know? Just bring it up later when we play. You know, there needs to be more competition in life. Gets the blood flowing, gets things going. I'm just bummed out that we're entering Halloween and we're still in a pandemic. No, hopefully... Hopefully Arizona's cool enough where we can... We're like, hey, cool. Let's have some Halloween balls and extravaganzas and some festivals and shit. I want some holiday fall festivals. Bring it forth, my mans. It's probably not going to happen, though. We're still in a pandemic. Everyone's still scared. Anyway, don't cough on kids and don't kick raccoons. This has been another episode of Easily Irritated with stand-up comedian Mike McCowan. Good evening. You're listening to Broadcasting from Beyond the Grave. Tonight's chilling episode. Death Incorporated. Can you hear the bell toll? Let us get crow radio burning like a star in a black hole. Did you get the memo? Pretty tight, though, Romeo, cutting you up like
Hear you. We are the weirdos. 